This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. Taiwan has begun easing border restrictions amid optimism that the tail end of the COVID-19 epidemic could be in sight. But for now, the number of new daily cases is continuing to rise. 933 new cases were reported on Wednesday, and Health Minister Tan Suzong says the daily number of new cases will likely hit 1,000 by the end of the month. John Van Trieste has this report. For the first time since March 2020, Taiwan is reopening its borders to most foreign nationals with family ties here. But before coming, visitors will need to apply for a visa. This is a significant step towards bringing Taiwan back to a pre-COVID way of life. The only people excluded are relatives of migrant workers. But in Taiwan's legislature, there have been signs that border restrictions could ease further by this summer. Health Minister Chen Shih-chung told lawmakers Tuesday that travel restrictions could soon be eased between Taiwan and countries with similar levels of infection. But for now, the pandemic in Taiwan is only getting more intense. In a radio interview, Chen also said that Taiwan will almost certainly see the number of new daily cases hit 1,000 by the end of the month. The government's priorities are securing enough rapid test kits and ensuring that those kits are affordable. Officials say they aim to bring the price of a kit down to around 7 U.S. dollars. Meanwhile, Taiwanese researchers hope to make a COVID medication they've developed readily available to the public. The medication is a compound of five herbs used in traditional Chinese medicine. Its developers at National Yangming Jiaotong University's Institute of Traditional Medicine say that trials on frontline medical workers and mice have both shown success in preventing COVID and treating its symptoms. Though not a substitute for vaccination, the medicine will provide Taiwan with another tool to keep COVID under control. Kama Xu and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus. Swedish MEP Charlie Weimers has told Taiwan Plus that if China becomes a part of the destruction of Europe, Europe will be a part of the defense of Asia. Weimers is in Taiwan as part of the first official Swedish delegation to visit. Coming during Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the visit is a show of solidarity for Taiwan, which is also under threat from an authoritarian neighbor, namely China. I spoke to Weimers and asked how he thinks the war in Ukraine has changed Europe's attitude toward Taiwan. This is a time for soul-searching in Europe. Just take a look at Germany that now uh, is, is finally taking its responsibility in defense matters. Um, and uh, Sweden too. Um, we will hit the 2% target in defense spending for the first time since the Cold War uh, due to the, the Russian aggression against Ukraine. And that is very good news for Taiwan, I might add, because... Uh, in order for the United States to keep its focus on the Indo-Pacific, Europe needs to be in charge of the defense of our own soil. We, can't, we cannot continue to rely on United States military forces alone to defend our territory. Um, and, and, and that will liberate resources uh, of the United States to, to be active in the 
Indo-Pacific theater. Uh, so so uh, this is a very good development that we see right now for Europe and for Taiwan. Mm. Later this month, the U.S. Treasury will release its semi-annual currency report, and Taiwan is once again at risk of being labeled a currency manipulator. To be designated a currency manipulator, a country needs to have a 20 billion U.S. dollar trade surplus with the United States, a current account exceeding 2% of its GDP, and persistent intervention in foreign exchange markets. Last month, the governor of Taiwan's central bank said Taiwan's risk of being labeled a manipulator had fallen because the bank had reduced the amount of foreign currency it was buying. Taiwan has previously fulfilled all of the criteria set by the U.S. Despite that, Washington has recently stopped short of officially designating Taiwan a currency manipulator. But why does Taiwan manipulate its currency and does the label matter? To find out more, our reporter James Chater spoke with Gary Ng at Natisa's research in Hong Kong and asked why Taiwan has previously been at risk of being slapped with a currency manipulator label. For the case of Taiwan, um, it's pretty much that it is a very significant exporter in the world, especially in electronics. So definitely there will be current account surplus. And increasingly, the U.S. has a larger reliance on Taiwan and therefore the second line is also hit. And for the third one, because of this huge volatility that we have seen since the COVID in the past two years in the currency, we also seen some of the intervention from the Taiwan Central Bank in terms of smoothening the um, basic volatility of the currency. What are some of the key ways in which Taiwan does seek to manipulate its currency? Of course, the most important or, or like the easiest way is that the central bank may simply get into the market. They can inject either, you know, Taiwan dollar or US dollar, depending on whether they uh, want the currency to appreciate or depreciate a bit more. What would be some of the impacts if Taiwan's central bank didn't take these measures? What would the impact be on Taiwan's economy? Basically, if there is no uh, central bank uh, intervention, it would mean we would see the Taiwanese dollar maybe shooting up at an even stronger level and for exporter it will mean that like the, the customer need to buy their goods at a more expensive price because of the stronger Taiwanese dollar. The need to keep Taiwanese dollar stable can be explained by this uh, important role of uh, manufacturing sector in Taiwan and after all Taiwan has the highest share of manufacturing in Asia and probably one of the highest um, globally and the importance of it has only grown further from uh, 29% in uh, 2010 to now 37% in 2021. So this is indeed a quite an important and rare case um, in Asia. And therefore, the currency and the importance of the manufacturing sector has a strong implication on export, which is linked to the uh, currency and economic growth. Could you talk a little bit more about how the current economic conditions are really impacting Taiwan's currency policy and the shifts that we've seen again since the onset of the pandemic? Main difference, I think, in the uh, last two years versus the past era is that first, um, Taiwanese economic performance has been um, rather good. Uh, it is one of the best performing uh, economy since the basically COVID started. And therefore, um, this positive um, sentiment has attracted uh, a lot of uh, you know money entering Taiwan. All of this basically means that uh, Taiwanese uh, dollar has indeed quite a strong appreciation pressure. 
But on the other hand, um, beyond the economic factor, there is also the geopolitical concern because um, obviously the U.S. wouldn't want any other economy uh, having too much of the trade surplus uh, versus the U.S. What impact would it actually have if Taiwan were to be labelled a currency manipulator? Label of currency manipulator is really not so much an economic question, but a political uh, question. As actually, in the past, uh, China has been labelled as a currency manipulator, but actually uh, without hitting all of the criteria. So, so given the relationship between Taiwan and the U.S., I think even though Taiwan is um, uh, labelled as a currency manipulator in uh, you know any way, I don't think there will be a very uh, big or significant you know downside in terms of the policy versus Taiwan. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has rejected calls to resign after he was fined for breaking his own COVID-19 rules at the height of the pandemic. Johnson and Finance Minister Rishi Sunak have been fined 65 US dollars by police for attending a party for his birthday at his official residence in June 2020. Johnson has paid his fine and issued an apology, saying he humbly accepted he broke the rules. The leader of the opposition called on Johnson and Sunak to step down. Dozens of officials have been ordered to pay the fixed penalty for attending numerous parties at government offices during lockdown. Police are still investigating up to six other gatherings that Johnson is said to have attended. Sri Lanka has stopped repaying its foreign debt in a bid to save the country from bankruptcy. The government says the International Monetary Fund is helping to restructure payments on nearly 7 billion US dollars due to creditors this year. That comes amid a spiraling economic crisis. For months, people in Sri Lanka have faced shortages of fuel and food while hospitals are running out of medicines. In response, protesters have filled the streets. They accuse the government of taking out massive loans to pay for projects that have failed to earn any money. Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa and his brother, the president, have both refused to resign. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.